0: st louis city press and international friendly joining me to talk about st louis city's last game of the year is nathan halley greetings and hello patrick stark i was there Ooh, and our man from hanoi chris hoff <sighs> we're we're pretty late in getting to this patrick but it still feels too soon for you to bring that up i agree
1: I agree. I tried to put this off another three weeks.
2: Yeah. I would be Uh, doing this sometime in the next calendar year, probably.
0: Has it been almost a month? A little bit under a month. That was November seventh. Is that right? I'll take your word for it.
3: That what's amazing is in that
0: time frame, I think there
3: has been only one more MLS playoff like round. They really stretch it out. They really stretch it out. They really do.
1: Well, there was an international break and a third week for games that basically didn't exist.
3: I I think so. I understand why, but someone should have looked ahead when they made this ridiculous um, playoff schedule and realized this could happen and then done something different. Well, I guess we waited
0: long enough to record this podcast for Kansas City to get eliminated. So, you know, there's that. um, I
1: guess. I don't know. I was actually
0: rooting for him. I'm conflicted.
2: I just don't care. I've literally consumed no MLS content since we were eliminated. (laughs) I
3: I think a callback to very early on, we all know that I do not believe in Houston, uh, honestly the city or the soccer team. So uh, I was sad to see them beat Kansas city. Plus I think my take sort of is always um, you, you root for the team that beats you because if they win the championship, then you can at least say, oh, well, you know, we lost to the guys that eventually won it all.
1: I, I understand that conceptually, intellectually, but emotionally, I find it very difficult, especially when that team is Kansas City.
3: Yeah, I'd have a hard time doing it like if it were the Cubs that beat the Cardinals, for example. I don't think
2: I would ever do that. So. Like
1: when the Cubs won the World Series.
3: Yeah.
2: You were well, happy let's about that? No, the was NLS not. The wants us to treat this rivalry like that rivalry, so and
0: let's keep procrastinating talking about that game of the no, remaining I, four I, we need to teams. Talk about, uh, I think we
3: we played better. We have wait, to acknowledge who, that we who played are we
0: better. At, I want I want to know who everyone is rooting for at this point, or do we just C- not care?
3: Cincinnati. So I have family focused. in Cincinnati. Pat Noonan is from St. Louis. I'm also Cincinnati. rooting
0: for Cincinnati. Cincinnati at this point.
3: Interestingly enough, you do not have family in Cincinnati, even though we are family.
2: Depends on how you count it, I guess.
1: Musical interlude. Um, I think I'm rooting for Houston because I find them the least offensive because I'm just like completely indifferent towards them. Cincinnati... I, I, mean, don't, if you, want, if I don't want. I don't want Cincinnati level, to win the Supporters Shield and the MLS Cup. You if we're going
0: on level of indifference, though, it's yeah. got to be Columbus, right? Like, how Columbus can anyone play have any fun opinions?
2: Football and none of the remaining teams play fun football.
1: LaFC. People say Columbus plays very fun, but no, I don't watch them. Me. How
2: do Chris, we you
3: feel just about seems so Nancy? sad about, about the fact that MLS is still even happening?
2: It's why. Why is it happening? I've, I started
0: watching. I don't know if you guys remember where we started this season. I've been watching some international football. I watched a Galatasaray Manchester United game the other day. It was it was fun.
3: I am currently watching Sheffield Wednesday versus uh, Blackburn Rovers, as well as Brentwood versus Luton Town.
0: You don't have the Rio game up. There's one of those happening right now.
3: There is. All right. Also, my German um, team. I have decided on a German team,
2: RB Leipzig. Oh,
0: no, okay, yeah. No there.
2: Do you so Nate? You understand yeah. that they play?
3: I know it's for political reasons.
2: Okay. Well, they're the I only I can get they're, behind that.
3: They are they are representing the poor downtrodden people of the former GDR.
2: Of the Red Bull conglomerate.
3: But, yes. but it's complicated. It's complicated, and yes, I
0: understand. All right. Well, people don't come here for International Soccer Talk. We have to talk about this it's game. It's literally
3: in our name. That's and fair. we have a recurring segment.
0: Yeah. Well, to be fair, people right. don't come here at all. So <laughs>
3: that's, that's not true.
0: It's not true. We're getting good numbers. We really shut down my segue there, but I'm going to stick to it anyway. We need to talk about the game, St. Louis City. We played better. Way better. Yeah. Absolutely better than the first. The first game was atrocious. Uh, The second game, you know, you could have seen us win that game. We did not, it turns out. But there was a period in the second half where we were... There was a 20-minute period where we were in charge. We acquitted ourselves better.
3: And Celio. Had a wonder goal. It was a thing
1: of beauty. It was.
3: I almost wish it wouldn't have happened, though. Because, because it gave you a little bit of hope. hope for it the gave last me hope.
0: 18 minutes of the game. Yeah. All right. So the, the game, the first half, the first goal comes in injury time in the first half. Interesting. I had not
3: remembered that.
0: Yeah, Kansas City. And ooh, if you watch a replay... We're huge fans of Blom. He gets oh, I remember. He completely yeah, yeah. flat footed. Uh, there's a back pass this to the top right of the box.
2: Of the defensive structure, just every single person gets manipulated or embarrassed in some way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A defensive breakdown, leaving, is it Ndembe at the top of the box who Indembe. puts it away?
3: It was, yes. Our, our defense, for as much as we may love them, is not the fastest. And so they can be prone to, if a quickness can defeat them, we'll say that.
0: Oh yeah, shuttlecock. We remember that. Oh,
2: but that's <laughs> yeah, not stuff. that's not what Ndembe did. He cut in.
0: Correct. He yeah, this was a
2: nice move. And now Shalloway.
0: Shalloway like earlier in the game had just completely wasted our defense, and Berkey came up with a save, but.
3: Did Sam get subbed at halftime?
0: Did we mention this game was a month ago? I think it was after half. I don't okay. think there were any halftime changes.
3: I think he played terrible, which really made me sad. Um, I think Klaus was kind of non-existent up front. He. Uh, well, with
0: the, there was one... I will reveal. I'm just going off the highlights. You know, that's what I watched to try to jog my memory of this wow, game. That was a was calendar month ago. Um, there was a beautiful cross from Celio into a, a good header from Klaus. But Melia came up with the save.
3: Did yeah, Luvin continue to have terrible free kicks?
0: It
1: was 50-50. Okay. But, one, but we, he sent we he, let, he sent a corner straight out of bounds.
2: <laughs> and we let Vasilev
0: well, take some of them right to get the yeah, get the inswingers the outswingers.
2: Yeah. Leuven had 5 shots in that game, 0 shots on target. He was <laughs> he was errant.
0: But there was one that was only like a couple he took a shot from distance that almost curled in.
3: Yeah. They need to get a team psychologist like they did in Ted Lasso to fix Edward Leuven.
1: Are you saying he has the Y word?
3: I don't know that it's the yips. Yeah. I think it's it's uh, I think it's more that he needs to emotionally deal with his place in the soccer world and come to terms with the fact that he is in the MLS. And that he could be a dominant force.
2: That's sort of a narrative we've been spinning on the yeah. pod, though, isn't it, Nate? That's not that's there's no confirmation whatsoever of that. That's our oh, yeah, personal no, <laughs> Sort Correct. A it's thing.
3: Unconfirmed yeah. nonsense is uh, that's like our our bread, our bread and,
1: butter. and butter. I would like to tell you that after the game, Leuven was the last player off the field. He went over, spent a lot of time saying goodbye to the fans in the St. Louis corner. Like what was the experience in the stadium? Uh, mostly indifference, which I thought was a general win. No one talked to me. And that's the best experience I could hope for. I will say, stadium, I was, I was, it was a nice stadium. I liked it. It feels smaller, like significantly smaller than City Park, but it's not that much smaller. A few thousand seats less, but yeah, it's nice. I will say, uh, you know, we weren't quite in the uh, St. Louis corner. We were like, a section and a half over from where everyone was. And I could only hear the Kansas city chants like three times throughout the game. I haven't, I kind of went back and watched it at some point after. And I need to listen more closely because I'm pretty sure we were out cheering Kansas city for most of the game, just as a, from a fan standpoint, I was a lot
3: more into that kind of stuff and being proud of it when we were winning games When,
1: like, I think it's even better when we're losing games.
3: It's just hard for me to get that uh, that excited about it.
1: Well, okay, the first the right of goal at the end of the half—that's always tough. We know they happen to everybody, not just us, but they
0: definitely happen to us. But then you get that Carnell halftime speech. Come back out flying, we get Celio in there. He scores. Just he floats that in floats it in off the back post from huge distance i I feel like we didn't talk about their second goal yet
3: i feel like your timeline is also a little i'm not sure it was carnell's speech that had a lot to do with Celio's wonder goal yeah no that's fair i don't remember their second goal can someone remind me what happened
1: it was a fast break it was like two on berkey um the pass goes there's a a centering pass between Watts's legs across the box. Where well, was, like, was it Shallowy who put it in? And Berkey yeah. gets an arm on it.
0: He does. But like we were also but, like our defensive line was forward. But yeah, then we I don't know if you watch the broad. If you watch the, the highlight reel, the announcers even in the highlight reel are saying how it was a defensive error where like was it Watts that was tracking back and kept them on side when he could have just stepped forward and they would have been? Yeah. I wanted offside.
3: Watts to start over Nawinski, and it turns out he was also
1: terrible. Chris. And I would just like to point out that the first goal came off of an incorrectly called throw in. Just, I just want, want that on the record.
0: I'm convinced. Ooh, it's so it was so long ago, I don't even. Called. So long ago I don't even remember if there were any bad refereeing calls that I objected to.
2: I don't think Watts keeps him on side. It's it is a nice sort of uh sort of no look almost pass from Johnny Russell to feed it into space. Um but what Oh uh, yeah, Watts does keep him very slightly on side, but
3: that's a tough thing to blame. Gadi Kinda
2: is in so much space there. And to. Uh, who is it? Uh, Bl- Blom is booking himself all the way back. Leuven pulls up, even though he's the closest man to Gadi in the middle. He just like jogs back. He gives up, you know, before he even gets to the box. And. I feel like a, like a few months before in the season, he was making these sprints back. And I don't know what... I mean, this goes back to the sports psychologist that we need to get for him, but...
1: Or the quad injury that has never healed, but no one will say has never healed.
2: Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. No, but who knows?
1: So, guys, I went to an ambush game.
3: And... It was weird.
2: Whoa, caught me off guard there.
3: (laughs) Let me tell you about it. So I walk in. It's at the family arena. I went with Drew. Uh, The family arena is this shitty arena in St. Charles here in the St. Louis area. We walk in
0: and... Is that now like friend of the pod, Drew? Is he just friend of the pod at this point?
3: We can call him friend of the pod, Drew. So first we walk in and their, their supporters group is doing like... You know how at the city game they do like the big parade and chant and walk around the stadium and stuff? Well, they do that at the ambush game, except it's nine people, three of which are dressed up as Mandalorians. Apparently, this is the Fandalorians group. So they're doing that. It's a it's a little sad. But then the whole game, they're down there in the in the end chanting. It's basically the same chance. So instead of, oh, St. Louis City, it's, oh, St. Louis ambush. And um, there was definitely the Vamos, Vamos, St. Louis uh, chance going on. Uh, the game itself is weird. I don't know if you've ever been to an indoor soccer game. Uh, five on five with a goalie. It's just very, very strange. They have a concept called a blue card where – Unclear what gets you a blue card, but if you get it, you go to the penalty box for two minutes. when there um, are like
0: shift changes. There are shift like changes.
3: Yeah, you play for like a minute and a half, and then you you jump back over the boards like you're like you're a hockey player. It's very very strange, but it was twenty bucks. There's no offsides, so you don't have to worry about that nonsense. Um, it was a decent crowd, twenty five hundred people. If you're looking for a soccer fix in the off season. You have to accept that it's not really soccer, but it's soccer adjacent and you'll have a good time.
0: That was your ambush ambush brought to you by Nathan Halley. Two one um, we ended up losing after the Celio Wonder goal. we any more to say about that Celio goal I mean it was just beautiful.
1: He
3: claims it was on purpose.
0: I believe him.
1: Celio would never lie to me.
3: There were some questions whether it was a a cross or a a shot. He said it was a shot. I agree with with Patrick. Celio is not the cross lying. Cross type. If it was a cross. <laughs> terrible point.
0: cross, beautiful goal. Yeah,
3: that's a metaphor for life. I think
0: somehow. Get back to us when you know how.
3: Well, it's like. Something in one frame of reference can look terrible, but if you look at it from the right frame of reference, it's actually beautiful.
0: I thought we were going with results are all that matters. (laughs) Oh,
3: that's a, that's a little more cynical than I'm willing to go with. Ends justify
0: means. (laughs) All right. Uh, The game ends. St. Louis city eliminated in two matches in a best of three series to kansas city after finishing their opening season top of the division
2: just conference yeah whatever maximizing minimum regret regret <laughs> I
0: <guess>. they really <laughs> did maximize the minimum
2: regret didn't they
1: what well, didn't they maximize the maximum regret well, i yes, guess so yeah it.
0: i think so yes. uh it was the most painful way to go out i guess I don't know. Maybe at home in three would have been worse. Actually, no. I, not for Patrick, Absolutely. who was at the game, but
3: no. I think that's... this is. I think this is the worst way, and it's what we. I credit to you, Phil. If we, if we go back to the discussion we were having about like who would we want to play, I think the general consensus was that we matched up best against Kansas City, uh, and then you said that just you. Despite that, you know, part of you wanted to play them because basically this could happen. Yeah. And, no, and in never my head, I was risk. like, there is no way that's going to happen. It's
0: never worth the risk. We we closed out the season extremely poorly, even back into the regular season. Do we think we can shake that off in the offseason or is the team has has the emotional tide just turned and they are no longer this like happy-go-lucky, positive, overperforming team. And now they're just in a permanent funk.
3: I think that is perhaps um, putting onto the team emotions and feelings that don't exist similar to what I was doing to Edward Leuven. That's fair. I, I think
0: you think we're just flipping a coin and we saw a bunch of tails in a row and now we're trying to ascribe meaning to that.
3: To some degree but i think the coin as the season went on became a little more weighted towards tails Um, what do we
2: do to shave that coin in the off season
3: i think the second year is always going to be tough like sophomore slumps are are real i well i don't know if they're real actually but they're definitely a thing people say Uh, i think for us it was always going to be tough because we came in i think those first five games in retrospect like we got a huge advantage from having the way that the team was built over several years and sort of an element of surprise. You We're guys not... remember
0: April 15th, there was a lot of rain and we beat Cincinnati five, one
3: tax day, Helen's birthday.
0: That's the the good old days.
3: Am I correct that that is Helen's birthday?
0: Yes. Yep. That's the only reason I remember the date. Okay. Um,
3: I so off season. I would. I think we can talk about who they've let go. Patrick, I believe, has a very detailed list. Um, I th- I think some fullbacks would help. Um, maybe I think Alm. If we can get a healthy Alm back, that's a real. It's mm. a real big deal. I wouldn't mind having maybe another fast winger. I think we will get none of those.
0: You'd have to clear out some players at that point. I mean, maybe not. So Pat give we, us the list. We I guess five spots we've currently freed up.
1: Yeah. Uh John Nelson who started the season. So strong. Yeah, right. And then just never really got back after that red card against who was it? Not Nashville. I forget seems like he just got very little time after that. John Bell who you know again not a whole lot of playing time but when he played I thought he was, you know, doing doing all right. Chris, do you have some stats on that for us?
2: He played 142 minutes. I don't think we can read anything into that.
1: Fair enough.
3: That's all he played for the entire season.
2: Yeah. Wow. He had only one progressive pass the entire season. I <laughs> there are no stats to really report
1: so okay and then Owen O'Malley and Max Schneider um from mainly city 2 but they were sitting in supplemental slots which are you know we have one we have 20 senior roster slots then you have supplementals 10 supplemental slots that don't count towards the salary budget but there are certain requirements that people must fill to be in these slots 21 through 30 so max i forgot Schneider, all about
0: all these rules we we had I, tried to get I into these at the beginning to, of the season
1: i refuse to learn them and that's fine i'm just letting you know that they are they were supplemental slots which so they're like you know we have to fill them you know with other supplemental s- spots but um
3: MLS is going to be voting on the inclusion of a potential fourth DP in the upcoming weeks. Are we excited about that? How do you feel about
0: that as a team sitting on two DPs right now? Like if we've already got DP space, it seems like adding a fourth DP is only bad for us.
3: I've also been reading a lot of chatter that people would like to make it so that DPs only count for salary, not transfer fees And both of our DPs are DPs because of transfer fees, not salary.
2: So you just pay transfer fees out of pocket and they don't really account for anything? Yeah. Doesn't that give a huge financial advantage to certain clubs then? I mean, all clubs have
3: the ability to spend money.
2: Well, sure. But like LA clubs have
0: more of an ability than... Columbus clubs just market size
3: but I don't don't know how much that matters because we don't know what the like the media deals are and so it's mostly going to be like ticket sales right like there's do we think the revenue sharing for Apple TV is based
2: on views no idea well that would be probably good for us right if we were based on views I can only assume that we were Highly viewed both out of market and in market.
0: Lutz and the team have Maybe talked about internationally. building this team as a multi year project, there being a plan. And I think we outperformed that plan in year one, which is great. Made for a fun season. But, you know, I don't think it's the case that we're expecting just you know all right this is what it is and here we go it, it seems like they're still in the process of building i don't know what that means i don't know what that looks like but hopefully that means adding some good players
2: i so think that assessment really doesn't get to the the heartbreaking nature of the end of the season for us and my thing that i've i've repeated is that when you're in a position to win you have to pull out all the stops and you have to spend money. And So,
3: that is exactly... The moment to spend point. the
2: money was was in the January transfer window. And it didn't really happen. We brought in Icelandic... July. We, yeah, that's what I mean. Yes. I keep saying that. European Eurocentric footballing... Understood. ...model. Sorry. Yeah.
3: So, that's exactly We brought exactly in
2: Thorsten and, and he scored a goal, but it was a trash goal and... He did absolutely nothing else of note, except maybe so the, give the ball away multiple times.
3: There was a report by someone on CamoX who was basically saying that exact same thing, which is, you, you rarely have the opportunity to be in contention for championships. Like it's just a, it's a numbers game, and the way leagues work. And so, yeah, even if you're on, you could come into the season saying you're on a five year plan, but if you are within touching distance of winning a championship it's basically like delinquent not to do everything in your power at that point to try and capitalize on that because there's no saying what could happen and and the other thing that i would point out is i i know they say they're on a five-year plan and and all this stuff i fans will turn fast and are not going to be super patient if a team is is bad for a while. I mean, the Cardinals had one bad season and basically the entire management, like fans are calling for the heads of the entire management team and ownership. I think City will get a little more breathing room than that, but they're not going to get a lot. And I think this was a wasted opportunity to earn a ton of goodwill.
0: It's potentially not for lack of effort. Like I I don't know. There were lots of rumors. We don't know anything, but there were lots of rumors they were trying to sign... Uh, Conrado and so I don't know like that Marcanic signing seemed like a very last minute like oh well that didn't happen so we need to do something and
2: that that turned out I don't know I think
0: better than expected but
2: I I actually know who Conrado is and perhaps our listeners do as well if they've listened to our pod but a first-time listener who picked up casually watching the team has no idea who Conrado is and rightfully so because he's a no-name and that's not that's Sure, we needed a left back, uh, but that wasn't the not the splash level of, of signing that
0: you guys are looking that, for. Yeah, you want we had we had a third Benny DP Buonga. slot
2: available, a third DP slot available, and Conrado was not a DP by any stretch of anyone's imagination, anyway.
3: We we decided think, to stick to our five year plan over it, a splash of money.
2: Didn't we determine that it would probably wasn't a five-year plan it was more like a three-year plan because of Berkey's contract and I don't think you spend all this money on a goalkeeper and then watch him advance into like the end I, the twilight I mean, I think of his it career was,
0: it was a five-year plan that started two years Start ago, two years. ago. Yeah.
2: okay okay I
3: see I'm not right. so uh, that's not how Third I've been reading the, MLS. the recent commentary but may, maybe it is it feels like what I've been reading is saying hey we're about to go into year two, not year Hmm. four.
2: Yeah. It's not, it doesn't feel
3: like year four, at least to me. No, I would think if it was, who knows, it'll be interesting to see how the season starts.
2: And that Um, means we're on a four year playoff victory drop.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, city two.
1: They lost in the playoffs,
3: but they've made it two. years. Okay.
1: All right, Pat, well, hit, saying, us, hit us with the rest of that list. Oh, Michael Creek. Backup goalie. Backup goalie. Yep. Um, he's, he's out. He so we is, need another. His we need contract a, a third is goalkeeper. no longer. Yep. And then those are the ones that I remembered. There, I think there was.
2: One I'm confident one we're going to sign a third-string yep. goalkeeper okay. in the window.
1: Yeah. Congratulations to Bunt Cake. Expecting a baby Bunt Cake.
3: Had a, had a lot of time not playing. to Work on making a new person. I don't even know that's how that works.
0: He played one game.
3: He did. Played
0: and game. Open Cup. Yeah. We're going to have a lot of competitions. Did no.
3: play League's Cup?
0: No. Oh, okay. Why'd you bring that up? You remember that Club America game? That was the worst. I was talking about, I thought he might've
3: played the Columbus
0: game. Hmm. We're going to have
3: a lot of
2: competitions next year.
3: We are, which doesn't bode well for us.
2: Like That's the thing. Yeah. MLS we need teams depth are- and we need quality. And you can't really get both in the same window, especially when it's the off- When you're staggered with all of the major leagues in the world, it's going to be tough. MLS is already at a disadvantage because
3: of roster restrictions against, like, Mexican teams, for example.
0: You guys like rejected this take when I made it at the time, but I stand by. None of these other competitions matter. Like, no one even really cares. If it weren't for Messi, no one cares who won the league's cup.
2: I I agree. Trophy's a trophy, Phil. And you want to maximize your ability to win trophies and if you just but i don't a think a trophy is a trophy
0: I think the MLs cup is a trophy, and then there's
2: uh, i think I don't Open even cup like is was it some
0: Mexican Open team that won
2: I'll take the, the what the the Sunday I don't know I can't even think of a random tournament that makes no sense I would take any trophy over the no trophies we have I'm with Chris. Trophy's a trophy. But I think if you beat Club America in a contest and you get a trophy for it, that's pretty legit.
0: Yeah, I just think you deprioritize. You don't try to win Champions League. I mean, one, because that's not going to happen, frankly. Like, you don't try to win Champions League. You focus on MLS because we don't have the depth. We don't have the ability to compete in all of these. Uh,
2: At this point. every like it's a consolation prize to make the playoffs more than i don't know like i might argue not hard to make the playoffs i'd rather finish sixth and and be middle mid-table and not win the the supporter shield and win any of the trophies and prioritize prioritize slightly more those those cups over the league
3: i'm looking forward to concacaf champions league i think it's going to be fun and maybe you do prioritize that because it's, like Chris said, it's pretty easy to make it to the the playoffs, and then look at LAFC mid table, and now they've I think they have a legit chance to win it all again.
0: Are we going I, to sign a Buanga
2: level player in the off season?
3: No, of course not.
2: All right, I don't think we're going I don't to sign we, a third string goalkeeper. I can guarantee it.
3: I don't think this ownership group and leadership group, that's not in their philosophy. I don't think we will ever see us sign a big name uh, player like that. We had fun thinking about Firmino for eight seconds, and I think we've all realized now nothing like that will ever happen.
2: I want to hear from Lutz. I think he has, I really think he has some air to clear. Uh, I'd like to see his retrospective on that last window and look, I'm, I'm willing to give him one more window before I have any real negative feedback, but I like, like I said before, and I have many times you got to maximize your chances to win when you're in a position to get a trophy and I don't care what trophy it is. I'm not picky. Put it on the shelf. Are you it's saying by one more window, you'd say like the
3: current window that opens on the 11th Next season or starts
2: and all we have is a third string goalkeeper. I'm gonna be very disappointed and I'm gonna be very pessimistic about our prospects because I mean the 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 sheen, the the gloss is off of the the team and, and people know what to expect and I think we're more likely to kick on from where we finish the league than to start, you know, the season like we started last year. Um,
3: totally agree, a million percent. Uh, so, Chris, balance. there is
1: a uh, like two two and a half hour uh, press conference, end of year press conference with Lutz that I haven't been able to bring myself to watch yet. I haven't, yeah, obviously, I haven't watched it either.
2: I'll, I'll get bring to it at some point. Yeah, what's we'll the be positive back take? next pod. Having watched the press conference,
3: Phil, so what's, what's the positive the take on the on the off and next season?
0: Um, we're gonna come out here, sign some good players, level up a few spots on the on the pitch, maybe. I don't know what spots, like a midfielder, like Alm, if Alm were back, that does seem like that's a difference maker.
3: I think you Uh, have to treat it as no one on the team is sacred, and if the opportunity presents to upgrade at any position you take it, now you might prioritize some over the others.
0: Sure. I'm just trying to think like where, you know, you got to have an ordered list. Yeah. So, right. Get some fullbacks.
3: I I think a winger, I think a left winger.
0: Yeah,
3: maybe maybe a number, a number 10. Hell, I'd be honestly, I would mind another striker. I think we've had striker inconsistencies. Um, You know, you can never have too many strikers. Uh,
1: I mean, at some point you could have too many strikers.
2: Okay, that's a fair point.
1: Like there, there now is, it's not,
2: we, have, we haven't reached that point.
1: Yeah, I'm not
0: saying we're there, but I'm saying yeah, you could have too many. Grealish is no longer getting the spots we could sign him. I do you know. not like Jack Grealish. <laughs> no, I think this pod is on record as not liking him. So I wouldn't mind an Erling Holland, though. Klaus is basically like a, a dollar store Erling Holland, right? Phew. <laughs> I-
3: I think the point is we'd like a like a like a LVMH Erling Holland
1: Possibly. I
3: don't know what an LVMH is. Yeah, what's that mean?
0: Louis Vuitton. Oh. It's the LV in any case.
3: Moet Hennessy. It's the huge luxury brand. Shout out to They're all to one the... brand, huh? Yeah, they're owned by like the richest Bertrand What's his name? 10%. Shout out to Phil for getting me listening to this horrible venture capitalist podcast that talks about, that like just goes down on huge companies and talks about how awesome they
0: are. I, I don't listen to this. Like, I've listened to a couple episodes of this, one of which was like about the defense industry and I shared it with you. I do not listen to this podcast.
3: I hate listening to it and blame you every time. It's called Acquired.
0: Don't any recommend other guess we want to plug um oh, are you guys emotionally
3: there is something i need to bring up i signed this podcast up for a a thing next year so some someone i don't know on twitter reached out and said that they are starting a pool next year of all the st louis city podcasts every week we'll submit a score as a podcast and then at the end of the season, they will donate a thousand dollars to the charity of choice of
1: the winning podcast.
2: So it's so just like a pick'em. I mean, so score, score prediction.
1: Yeah. Are we just always saying 2 one city?
2: <laughs> I, think, I think we have to really stick true to form. You know, we have to yeah. aggregate all the scores <laughs> and divide. <laughs> okay, as
0: long as 3. we're dividing. Three point yeah. one eight. <laughs> Will they can can you talk to them and get them to donate more if we successfully
2: predict a hat trick for a specific <laughs> player
3: at a specific time?
2: Yes. I demand overly specific predictions or nothing. Yes. Left-footed scuffed shot bounces off the crossbar. <laughs> Handball leads to a penalty scored. Yeah. <laughs> something. So that's something to look forward to. Yeah, That's cool.
0: No. I'm excited for next season, guys. We're gonna make some moves I, I in the too. off season.
2: We're recognized as one of the St. Louis City pods. That's yes. Cool. One I of mean, them. By someone else, ostensibly. You didn't you didn't reach out I, to them. They reached out no, to you. They reached out to me. Wait, 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 wait. What?
1: Yeah. I thought you reached out to them. No. No. They reached out. They, <laughs> all right. Was it the, the person the who made the website? that listed all of the St. Louis city podcast and managed to include us. I don't know. Impressive. Um,
0: Good on that person.
3: Speaking of next season, Phil, what is the best way for you, for me to pay you for the tickets for the last season?
0: Just any way, any way that results in that money getting over to me is fine. I take cashier's checks. (laughs) That's the one way I don't think I take.
3: (laughs) Nope. Nope. I will be going to, I don't even know where I guess a bank. Probably A money I, order? Can you go to banks to, anymore? I probably need to find an old timey bank. You're not
2: allowed in.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, uh, travelers checks. Okay. Walmart um, gift cards. I think is where you got to go now. I think I have
0: effectively, Patrick. You tell me. You keep track of this for me. Have we paid for like the entirety of the next season already? A pretty darn close. Yeah. So
3: let me ask you this: Has everyone else paid you for their season tickets? Yes. Okay, then I will do that.
0: Much appreciated. Sort of trying
3: to, I was sort of trying to drag it out until my RSUs came so that Kelly wouldn't get mad at me, but she'll just have to get mad at me.
0: It's fine. Whatever. No, I'm excited for next season. Pennies. Um, Just
2: just why? Are you excited for next season?
0: Because I, I miss soccer. I miss having, you know, that thing to look forward to every week, having that shared emotional investment with my friends in this thing. It almost doesn't even matter, you know? It's just a good time.
3: Uh December 9th, St. Louis Ambush against Kansas City. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I take rematch. Oh my, oh my god. Are we going? Are we going? Cuz I'm going to be the there. What's the Kansas
2: City indoor soccer team's name? Their uh, mascot.
3: Let me look it up. Oh, our mascot by the way, uh for the Ambush is uh like an old-timey prospector
0: i want you to read we're going to devote podcast time to this i want you to read the list of cities in this league because it's the most absurd thing i've ever heard
3: it's the kansas city comets okay it is absurd because it's a bunch of random cities and then dallas has two teams
0: you need to read the list (laughs) okay
2: i heard they're gonna make
3: a women's super league okay the teams in the Major Arena Soccer League are Tacoma, Washington, the Inland Empire, San Diego, Chihuahua, Mexico.
2: Go back. We got, we got to go back. the
3: <laughs> <Mexican> <laughs> Empire,
0: <laughs> which is fairly close to San Diego. But he just listed two Mexican teams. <laughs> yeah, okay. out of a total of what thirteen teams? <laughs>
3: yeah, Utica City, Harrisburg, Utica. Baltimore, Goodness. Milwaukee kansas city st louis and then dallas and texas those are two separate teams the <laughs> dallas sidekicks and the texas outlaws
0: it makes no sense two mexican teams like what in the world <laughs> Oof. anyway
3: it's a good time i fist bumped at the prospector
0: So right, if, that was a second ambush
2: ambush <laughs> for you.
0: Well, no,
3: the point it's, was you were saying really
2: sneaking up on me.
3: You were saying that you wanted you wanted that camaraderie one Sheffield Wednesday. Happy to welcome you to that sack of sadness. No, up There's, one nothing at half right now as we speak. They should be down four to four to one. By the way, it's been a terrible game. Um, I'm just getting the mob updates. There's lots of soccer happening that we could still be having that. Now, I do miss going to the stadium and having that camaraderie. But I'm I'm worried. Do we think next season Chris is going to come to a
0: game? Like, come on. We could have our man from Hanoi at a game next year.
3: That all depends on the State Department. So you're are you saying, Chris, that like soccer has been ruined for you?
2: No, I'm not saying that. I'm just
3: like Like you're not following bio? Nothing, Rio? nothing so can reach other, that same
2: level of emotional high. Yeah. The allegiances that I have to these other teams are not, you know, really as deep as the instantaneous allegiance I had for St. Louis City, SC. Like, I,
3: I share that. The only one is I like legitimately have a long history with Sheffield Wednesday. The other ones feel sort of like I've picked them up for fun, but it's not like a ride or die kind of thing.
2: I love soccer. I love watching it. I love the, just the geometry of it. I love the emotions and the just the sort of the, the give and take of it all. And I can't get up for other games like I used to. You and should I check out
3: indoor so- soccer. They just run as fast as they can into the corner and try and bounce it off the boards. It's so fucking weird.
0: The whole concept of the boards is just...
3: (laughs) Yeah, well, he was talking about the geometry. (laughs) So just imagine now a key element is bouncing it off a wall. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, also, they play music during the game. There's a DJ, and he's just spinning tracks while they're playing.
1: Do they play Big, Big Energy?
3: No, but he did play Uprising by Muse, which I feel like was trying to bring some of the city energy to a much less energerious situation. That's your third ambush ambush. All right.
1: Uh,
3: are we going we 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 to have a pod next month? Here. <laughs> We're
0: going to have a pod next month where we do like a full end of season recap. Uh, you guys, are you emotionally prepared to do your um,
2: this, superstitions? This is sort of yes. Dipping the toe in the water. Next week, maybe we can do superstitions. I
3: And we okay. do need to do... A, an overall season review because I will say <coughs> for all my negativity, it was a positive season and
2: I had a great time. Um, I think we need to reacquaint ourselves with those positives and yes, get optimistic in some capacity about next season. Cause it's it hard to be right a then. really
3: exciting third string goalie. Who would be, okay. Here's the question. To think about who would be like the most exciting Third string goalie, like some. It'd be like a I know the answer to this. Like I know f- the
0: answer to this. Continue. Yeah, keep keep going down that path.
3: I'm thinking like someone who's really old, but was like but has, used to be amazing and famous. Gigi right. Buffon. Like Buffon has a has a relationship to, our, our to the team. team. Maybe. Oh, oh no, you're right. A relationship yes. to the team. Is it possible to have a sporting director slash third oh, string my goalie goodness. player <laughs> oh, coach. No.
2: Player, sporting director. Oh, Oh my gosh. Yes.
1: That. (laughs) Have him suit up one time. Oh, my God.
2: I I have to, like, corrections and omissions. I no longer am 100% confident we're going to sign a new third string goalkeeper.
3: (laughs) That is the single best
0: idea that this
3: pod has ever had. That's brilliant. That's, yep. I can say that.
0: Confidently. We'll get that sent in.
2: I was thinking Buffon, but Phil... Does he publish, like, an addendum to his biography then? <coughs> like, it's on my list to finish that book, by the way. I have to, like, open oh, another server for his Wikipedia page at that point.
0: So just... All right. Uh, let's get some score predictions. What's your score prediction for the MLS Cup final? This means you have to predict both who's going to win today and the score of the final. I'm going 2-1 Cincinnati over LAFC.
3: I will go three two Cincy over LAFC. I'm
1: gonna say 2-0 Houston over Columbus.
0: Columbus four two over Houston. Can we admit though that like a Columbus Houston final would just like no one is watching that game?
2: Well, I'm not watching it either way. <laughs> I think Come I on, you gotta you gotta
3: watch open. the final, Chris. <laughs>
2: No, I don't. No, Especially not if it's Columbus-Houston. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I probably wouldn't watch that. <laughs> right. But if it's LAFC-Cincinnati, that would be a fun game. No, yeah. I, I don't like either of those teams. I don't like what they're about. I don't like their energy. I don't like their colors. What is like their the coaches. date? I don't like their the players. Way, I'm pretty sure you're wearing it's Cincinnati colors right now. So, next Saturday. This is so, red
1: and this is It teal. looks orange on your camera.
2: Red and teal.
3: So That's the MLS Cup final is whatever. MLS Cup final is December 9th. I will not be oh watching. I will be at the ambush game. <laughs> watching which a is higher tier December of 9th.
2: That'll be December 10th here, which is my birthday. I will be at a Mexican feast. As uh, has been my tradition since the Mi Ranchito days before I came to Vietnam. I have had Mexican food on my birthday for about 18 years straight now.
3: nice what phil is having quality... me for lunch
0: maybe what's the quality of mexican food in vietnam better or worse than me ranchito
2: better than me ranchito <laughs> oh, wow. wow yeah is wow is it
3: is it actual mexicans yes hmm. does it feel a, like a
2: delightful the... meal uh there on uh Day of the Dead, they had all of their staff with uh, sort of the skull face paint. They had like a actually a, a legit traditional altar set up to their ancestors and um, they had live music. I had a called margarita. It was delightful.
3: Hmm. Sounds lovely. If you'd like, you can stream
2: the ambush game on Twitch. Nako Taco, not a sponsor, but well appreciated. Could certainly be a sponsor if they so wished. For all of our Nako taco associated listeners. I'm going to look them
3: up immediately after this pod.
2: Do you I will be going, going there on my birthday. I
0: will be going in there on my birthday. You probably need some of those like little symbols from the Vietnamese alphabet. What are those called? Umlauts. I
2: mean, it's they have like a Vietnamese name. Mark. I don't know what that is.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Well, tone tone it was, tone identifiers. Whatever. It was a lovely season. It was a terrible postseason. But it was fun anyway. Thank you guys for the podcast. The podcast was I mean, come on. We wouldn't have enjoyed the season as much if not for the podcast. Let's not talk about the podcast like it's over. It's
1: it's just getting warmed up, apparently. Yeah. We have to make <laughs> We have to actually make legitimate score predictions because there's something on it. Besides, oh, God, Phil, God. so where do we stand? Missed- where do we stand on <laughs> people getting scores
0: right?
3: Yeah, did Helen come up with a final?
0: Ooh, we will hit that in the next podcast. Um, I don't think that spreadsheet was kept up to date.
2: I got two. I, I know I got two.
0: I got one. Do you guys remember that when we were up? Yes. Like 4 nothing, and I had predicted 4-1. And, and I had they, predicted 4 nothing. Was that Kansas City? They scored yeah, that garbage goal City. at the yeah. very end of the game. Last win we had. Oof, yeah. So I got that one.
2: I don't think I got a single score right all season. We've committed uh, to an entire season of... A pod again by entering this contest. So oh, that's true. All right. Listeners, well, please, please write in. Tell us what we should do next season differently than this season.
3: Um uh, press feedback, at gmail.com.
0: Any hopefully feedback Drew, whatsoever. Hopefully, Drew is spending all of his free time working on more intro songs for us. I want one for each player. So Drew, if you're listening. Yeah, uh, maybe start with indie. You could get if a you're interested in, obvious next choice.
2: If you're interested in producing the pod, we are looking for a producer, like a legit person who has any sort of sense whatsoever about what podcasts are looking or supposed to be like. Um it could be as simple as making a rundown
3: <laughs> on a weekly basis. Just want to be clear, it is an unpaid position. <laughs>
2: unpaid and, unappreciated, and you, likely as well.
3: And you might have a better be a chance. You might have a better chance of getting the job if you would actually pay us. We wouldn't mind a few, if you kicked a few bucks our way.
2: You could be a sponsor. Yes, be a sponsor producer. <laughs> We've Much got like, uh, Lutz will be a sporting director Keeper. <laughs> Shout out to Abby and Drew, other podcast participants. Yes. So thank you, Abby and Drew, for contributing everything you have.
0: All right, let's shut this down. We'll be back at some point during the off season. We will talk about superstitions. We will do more of a recap of the season. We will talk about the 3rd and 4th DP that we sign. Maybe even the 1st and 2nd if they also change it to like this transfer fee business. We could get 4 DPs. Come on.
2: Yeah. We're going to listen to that press press conference, right, Patrick, and then we'll we'll get back to the we listeners will. about that. We will. All right. Thanks, guys. Talk to you later. Go
0: City. Go City. Go
2: City.